This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Namihi nui and welcome to Our Changing World from Radio New Zealand National. Next time you need to concentrate on a difficult task, try reaching for some New Zealand blackcurrants. Plant and Food Research has been running a program called Mood Food, looking for food that has an appreciable effect on mood, especially anxiety, and on cognition in particular learning and memory. Neuroscientist Arjun Sheepens tells Alison that he's excited because for the first time he's shown that blackcurrants really are good for our brains. So we're interested not just in growing stuff and biosecurity and bugs and things, but also in the health attributes of some of these crops and adding value to the crops that we grow. So I was taken on to run a program called Mood Food with the idea being that uh, we design foods or, or mixtures of foods um, that have an appreciable effect on mood and cognition. The, the main sort of two targets were around learning and memory and anxiety and sleep and stress. So trying to find something that is able to relax people to a degree but without making them stupid. And that is actually quite a challenge because most sedatives, most things that are anti-stress, anti-anxiety tend to sedate. And we're looking not, not just at crop plants, but we're also looking at uh, native plants, doing some biodiscovery type work, drug discovery type work, uh, quite a range. Uh, but my, my specialty is around brain science, and we've just recently had a success. <laughs> so this is the research around black currants? This is the research around black currants. Yeah, it's actually something we've been working on for five, almost six years. It's not something that came suddenly. We specifically were looking for things that uh, were able to inhibit these enzymes called monoamine oxidases. These monoamine oxidases, so what they do is they're right throughout your body, but there's lots of them in your brain, and they, as the name suggests, monoamine oxidase, they oxidize monoamines. And monoamines are things like dopamine and serotonin and noradrenaline. So these are really important neurotransmitters. Generally good guys, generally guys that you want more of. More is slightly better than less. Um, and the monoamine oxidases uh, metabolize or remove these monoamines like serotonin and dopamine. And serotonin is involved in depression and dopamine is involved in also partly in depression and anxiety but also in movement disorders like Parkinson's disease. Dopamine is the, the especially the neurotransmitter that people with Parkinson's disease are short of. So if you can inhibit the enzyme that removes dopamine, then you should have higher dopamine levels and that you can be of benefit to people who don't have enough dopamine. The other benefit of monoamine oxidases, of inhibiting them, is that they create hydrogen peroxide. So when a monoamine oxidase enzyme acts on dopamine, it removes dopamine, it metabolizes dopamine, it creates hydrogen peroxide, which is toxic. And it does that in the brain, and it's a, it is the most significant oxidative stress. So you've heard of oxidative stress and that it can be damaging. 
hydrogen peroxide is the most significant oxidative stressor in your brain, and monoamine oxidases make it in your brain, so it's exactly where you don't want it. Um, and so if you can inhibit these monoamine oxidases, you get more dopamine, more serotonin, and less hydrogen peroxide. So it's kind of a double whammy. It's an all-round good guy to have. And the other interesting thing is that as you age, pretty much most enzyme system, most neurotransmitter systems in your brain go down. They, they decrease in activity and functionality. It's unfortunate, but that's just the way it is. Monoamine oxidase expression is one of the very few systems that increases with age exponentially. So the older you are, the more monoamine oxidase enzyme expression you have, hence the less dopamine and serotonin you have and the more oxidative stress that you have. And this oxidative stress has then been linked to a whole range of neurodegenerative diseases, anything from, from dementia to Alzheimer's to Parkinson's to normal cognitive loss uh, as part of normal healthy ageing. So if we can help that in some way, if we can inhibit these monoamine oxidases with, an, with a natural uh, compound, increase dopamine and serotonin, a decrease oxidative stress in, in the ageing brain, then that seemed like a really sensible target to start with. It does. And monoamine oxidase inhibitors is a, is a class of drugs, a class of pharmaceuticals that have been really well known. We, we understand really really well how, the, how they work and where they work. So it's a pretty safe target that if you could find a plant compound or an extract that affected these monoamine oxidase enzymes, then you would be likely to have an effect on the brain, a positive effect on the brain. So we started with sort of a, a low-risk target, uh, given that we've got a high-risk material. To try and find something truly bioactive in foods that we eat every day is quite high risk because the chances are if there was something really bioactive, we would know, right, because people have eaten it. People have eaten enough of any one thing, and there are always interesting cases where people have died eating bananas, right? People have eaten just bananas. So if there was something really bioactive in bananas, we would know. People have eaten themselves orange on carrots and things. So of almost any crop you can think of, someone has eaten a ridiculous amount of that crop. And so if there was something truly bioactive in that, we would already know. So you screened a whole lot of compounds most of them weren't going to be of any use to you? 99% did nothing. But when we started screening a whole bunch of stuff, especially fruits, we found that some of the berry fruits had some mild activity. And then we looked at pretty much every type of berry fruit that we could get our hands on. And it turned out that the black currants had the most activity. And then we screened every kind of black currant we could get our hands on. And it turned out there's one variety was not only was it the most powerful in terms of monoamine oxidase inhibition, but there's two forms of monoamine oxidase. There's monoamine oxidase A and B, and you preferentially want to inhibit the B form. That's the one that's most present in your brain. The A form is more in, in the body. And this blackadder cultivar had a preferential inhibition to B, so it inhibited the B form much more than the A form, which is exactly what we wanted. And it was remarkably powerful, even in, in vitro, so in our lab tests, it was remarkably powerful for a, for a fruit, a commonly consumed fruit. So this wasn't something that, that had been bred for, it was just no. a happy side effect? Pretty much, yeah. So that proved to be effective in the lab. What did you then do? There's always the, the big difference between having it do something in the lab and having it do something in people. Normally you would do something like this in animals first, you would go to mice or to rats or whatever, but given it's fruit and people eat fruit all the time, um, there was no qualms, no ethical dilemmas about going straight to people. So that's one of the advantages of doing food research is that you can basically just pick it and give it to people, and that's pretty much exactly what we did. So 
we did a lot of chemistry around at first trying to work out why the, this particular cultivar might be uh, so active in the lab. And then we thought it was these compounds called anthocyanins, which are the coloured compounds that make black currants black. In the trial that we've just published, what we did is we compared uh, an anthocyanin enriched extract, which is made by a New Zealand company from New Zealand black currants, versus this particular cultivar, black adder, versus a placebo drink, um, just to see if the anthocyanins themselves or alone could have the same effect. So we had a not only a mechanism of action, but we had the bioactive. And it turned out they didn't, which was surprising and interesting. As a scientist, every question you answer raises 10 more questions uh, usually and this is a really interesting one a really intriguing one which we haven't yet solved but we're working actively to solve but the fact was is that black adder black currant juice was really good in people and it inhibited monoamine oxidase both in the body as well as in the brain and it turned out that it not only did it happen but it happened to the scale that you would expect if they had taken a pharmaceutical male inhibitor so we were pleasantly surprised. So how were you getting the results? Were people just telling you subjectively how they were feeling? Oh, no, no. We were interested in the cognitive benefits, whether it enhanced their learning or their memory or their mood or their anxiety, stuff like that. But as a sort of a biochemist, molecular biologist, I was interested in, the, in, in what was happening in their blood. So we can directly measure their activity of monoamine oxidase in blood. So we took a lot of blood samples. We poked a lot of holes in people, and they were very generous to give their time and their arms and things. And this is actually the first of four studies. So we, we spent quite a long time. This study was actually completed about three or four years ago, and, and we've done subsequent studies, all which have backed up the same data and which are about to be published. So what specific mood improvements were you seeing? Interestingly, the anthocyanin-enriched extract actually gave better cognitive-enhancing activity than the black adder juice. So the powdered extract wasn't a MAO inhibitor, didn't inhibit MAO A or B in the brain or the body, but it gave significant benefits in terms of learning and memory. Generally, if you want to test learning and memory, you have to work people really hard. And the harder you work them, the more fatigued you are, the more mistakes that they make, the more likely you are to see a difference in treatments. So we had a really annoying, difficult and stressful set of tasks that lasts for 10 minutes, uh, computer-based tasks, and we repeated those seven times. So 70 minutes of difficult, demanding and quite irritating tasks, and I can show you some of the tasks. So you can, That'd be great. You can have a look at, um, at the kind of thing that we did. Probably the single most irritating one is called a serial seven. So the computer randomly gives them a three-digit number, and they have to subtract seven in their head and type the answer into the computer and press enter. And then they subtract seven from that, and they do that again and again and again, and they get time. So the quicker they do it, the better the score, and the less mistakes they, they make, the better the score. That's zero seven. That's that's a rel- relatively annoying task, but this one, this is the real doozy. <laughs> this is called rapid visual information processing. A single digit number flashes on the screen at a hundred different numbers per minute, so it's pretty quick, more than one a second. And they have to press the space bar every time three consecutive odd or even numbers appear. Okay. So you're welcome to have a go at this. If okay, you like. I'll have a go. I'll I just, just have to rearrange my microphones. Yeah, these numbers will start to flash. Just tap tap the table when you think there have been three consecutive odd or even numbers appear yeah. in that series of digits. Okay. All right. 
pretty good. You only missed one. <laughs> oh, phew. <laughs> it's, it's just an immediately stressful, though, isn't it? it? it like performance stressful. anxiety. Yeah, and that was 20 seconds, and that normally that test goes for three minutes. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they get three other tests, and then that all repeats as a 10 minutes in total, and then that repeats in seven times. So in the end, you've, you've done that test for 21 minutes in just over an hour, and even 20 seconds is quite stressful because you have to remember the last two digits and then a digit you're looking at, and then compare them, and then but then you have to drop the last one off and remember the new one, and yeah, and it's quite stressful. And, and what we see is that the more repetitions of it people do, the worse they get, and the more fatigued they get, and the more annoyed they get, and the more mistakes they make, the slower they are. Um, yeah, and, and then we do that as a placebo-controlled trial. So they the same people come in three three times. Once they get the the blackadder juice, uh, once they get the anthocyanin-enriched powder made into a juice that tastes just like the black adder and once they get a placebo which again tastes just like the black adder with artificial flavors and artificial sweeteners and and what we've actually done is we've measured all the sugars in the juice because we didn't want to look at a sugar effect we measured all the sugars in the juice and we added them to everything so they all had the same caloric value so we weren't looking at a calorie effect and the people when they come in they don't know what they're getting in fact the people that are giving it to them don't know what they're giving them there's a, someone who has a code it's a double blinded control study and it's all very secret and the code is only broken after all the analysis is done yeah and it turns out that the anthocyanin enriched powders the dalcian powder from just the berries um, gave a significant benefit so people didn't only perform better they made less mistakes they were slightly quicker to respond but when you ask them how fatigued they were they were also significantly less fatigued which is perfect and and yet that particular product had no malinhibiting effects so it's quite a separate effect the cognitive effects that we see are quite separate from the malinhibiting effects we see but the dalcian product from just the berries is there was a perfect thing if you want to study if you need to remember stuff if you have to do late night swats before an exam and you need to rope learn and not get fatigued then it's a perfect thing for someone like that whereas the the black out of the the malinhibiting juice that's much more aimed at older people, retired people, it should help with the kind of forgetfulness that we all kind of get the older we are and sort of where did I leave my car keys and the older you get the more and you wonder. And what's your name? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well this is pretty exciting, so where mm. are you going to go with this work? As a sort of a sort of biochemist, medicinal type person, I'm really interested in the monoamine oxidase inhibition, that, that's quite a phenomenal finding and that's what we're mainly following up on. And what I'd love to do is to put it into an early Parkinson's trial or a early dementia trial or a, a, a cognitive loss, sort of healthy aging cognitive loss trial. And we're talking with a bunch of different clinical people from around the country. So we're basically just looking at what kind of study we can do. And then, as always with science, is trying to find the money to fund it. So is plant and food now making blackcurrant extract available in the calf so that it gets better performance out of its staff. <laughs> no, no, they're not. That's how you could fund it. Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing, sell it to as, your own research scientist. As, as, as a CRI, we don't make anything, actually. And I guess that's quite a distinction. We, we really are purely a science organisation, so we, we create data, we create science, and then we give that to the people that could make use of it. So by getting this discovery from Black Hatter, uh, the blackcurrant cultivar, that's that's really helpful to um, the blackcurrant growers, the people that are growing blackadder, and we'll work with uh, 
consumer goods companies and, and food and drink companies to design products and doses and that kind of thing. And it's all about adding value. So if the people that grow black at it can ask a little bit more for their crop because we have this hard sciences data claim, this health claim, then that's good for everybody. That's good for the grower, good for the breeder, the bottler, the juicer, the exporter. It's good for everybody. It's, it's akin to if we can export furniture instead of logs, you know, if, if we can export a verified health claimed bottle of black currant juice, we can sell that for six bucks as opposed to a tray of raw black currants. So that's, that's our aim. That's our goal. We, we don't make stuff. We, we help New Zealand Inc. make stuff and make more money. And that was Artin Sheepins from Plant and Food Research. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this, you can find more stories on our webpage, radionz.co.nz forward slash Our Changing World. Matewa. Botox Cosmetic, Adobotulinum Toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.